0: You're listening to episode 59 of the Vine podcast. Do you find it difficult to spend time working on your business instead of in it? If you find yourself spending all of your work time working on things like writing blog posts, developing recipes, or posting on social media, keep listening to hear how a CEO day can benefit your business. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience, but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode, and if you are in the United States and listening to this live, you are hopefully about to enjoy some Thanksgiving celebrations later in this week. I know they may not look like they have in years past, but I hope you are getting to enjoy some time with close family and just time to reflect on this year. Thanksgiving is by far one of my favorite parts of the year, mostly because of the food and the friends and the family, so I am just really looking forward to it. If you are tuning in for the first time to this podcast, I just want to say welcome, and I'm so glad that you found this podcast one way or another. I always love hearing about how people find the podcast, and it usually is because a friend recommended it. So if you have been a listener for a while, I appreciate you guys recommending it to your friends and just growing this community of food bloggers. Now, my name is Madison Wetherill, and I am a web designer for food bloggers, and I've been doing that about full time for almost six years now, which is pretty hard to believe. But I just am so excited to dive into this topic talk- topic today about what CEO time is and why your business needs it. Now, the concept of CEO time is something that I picked up on probably about a year to a year and a half ago, and it has really radically changed my business. And so I'm so excited to share this concept with you. This is something that came up during the Food Blogger Summit, and I had a lot of people who were asking questions about what this looks like and how they can apply it to their own businesses. And so I'm really excited to kind of start with my own experience, with this concept of CEO time and then we'll break it down all the way to examples of some things that you can do during your CEO time. Now I want to say that the way that I structure this time is that I'm really focusing on my business instead of being in my business. So what I mean by that is this is not time to do client work, to work on things for other people, but it is really time to focus inward on my business and work on the things that usually get put off and are not the things that I want to prioritize because they're not as urgent, but they are very, very important for your overall business growth. So the first time that I really started focusing on this idea of CEO time was when my youngest son was just over a year old. And part of the reason for that was that I was finally comfortable with leaving him overnight with my husband. And I honestly was just at a point in my life and in my business where I just needed a bit of a break. And the break for me came in the form of a CEO weekend. Now, what that looked like was that I went to Sedona, which is about an hour and a half away. I rented a little Airbnb be for two nights, and I planned to just really work on my business. I wanted to do things like reviewing my finances, look for things that I maybe could stop doing. I really took a good look at everything I was doing in my business and started making really big decisions about what my business was going to look like moving forward. It is also where I recorded the intro for this podcast and the first three episodes of this podcast because that was something that was really important to me and one of my sort of long-term strategies for my business and so I prioritized being able to get that done during this CEO weekend. Now, like I said, I spent about two nights and two, almost two full days up in Sedona, just completely unplugged, you know, I am someone who really recharges by being in nature and so I wanted to be somewhere that was beautiful, that I could be outside, I could take walks to clear my mind, and honestly I just really wanted to be alone. After having a newborn and an older child as well, I just really knew that without getting away from my everyday life and far enough that I couldn't just pop home for a few minutes to help if somebody needed help, that I was not going to make this time intentional and make the most of this time away. So... That was my first experience with this idea of CEO time. And this is something that I try to do often. I have done two weekends away and I've also done more of like a check-in meeting with myself and a friend to just kind of review some of the things that we set goals for and wanted to continue doing. The second way that I really implement this time is in the last six months or so, I have started to make one day a week the day that I'm going to work on my business instead of in it. So as much as I can, I do not work on client work on these days. I do not take inquiry calls. I really try to focus on my business and really looking at what the direction and strategy is for growing my business on these days. And I think these two versions of CEO time are really important because whether or not you go out of town and rent an Airbnb doesn't really matter, but I think it's important to, on at least a quarterly basis, that you are really putting aside everything else that you have going on to really dig into the details of your business and really just reflecting on how things are going, setting goals for the quarter ahead, things like that. I find that that is almost more important than the weekly CEO time, but I know from being a food blogger and working with food bloggers that spending this time on your business is really hard and it's really hard to prioritize it. So I find that doing this weekly, even if it is just an hour or two of time every week, is really crucial for that long-term growth and also just protecting yourself from burnout. So let's talk about what this CEO time entails. And in some ways, it's easier to think about what types of tasks you should not be doing during this time, but really the CEO time is reserved for thinking about your business. It's thinking about where you're going This year, where you want to be in five years, thinking about your direction of your brand and what you want to change, even if you are not making those changes right now, knowing where you are going is so important for the overall growth of your business. And this will change often, and that is why it's really important to regularly have these check-in dates with yourself to do a CEO review, a quarterly review, whatever you want to call it, but really checking in with yourself about how am I doing on my goals, and do I need to change them? What new goals do I want to set? Just really all of that forward thinking, because it is so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day of what you have to do to run your food blog. It's so easy to constantly be doing things like writing blog posts and developing new recipes sharing your content on Instagram, all of those things that you have to do every week, if not every day, to run your food blog. But they're also the things that distract you from really thinking beyond next week's blog posts that you want to publish. The second reason why you need to build in CEO time to your schedule is that it helps keep you accountable to the goals that you have set for yourself. Now the first step is obviously setting those goals and that's a perfect place to start with your CEO time if you don't have goals set already for the next month or quarter or even the next year. But once you have those goals set, having that recurring CEO time will really help you to make sure that you're on track, adjust your goals if you need to, and just really hold yourself accountable to making sure you're taking action on things and not just setting goals and forgetting about them right afterwards. The next reason why you need the CEO time is that it gives you space and margin for new ideas and new projects that you want to do. Now with my business in particular, I am constantly thinking about ideas for my clients and their food blogs, but it's really hard for me to have ideas left for myself unless I carve out this time. So sometimes just pausing on the actual work that you have to do for your business will help give you that space and margin for those new ideas to pop up and for your creativity to be sparked by doing something a little bit different than the day-to-day stuff that you have to do. And so on that note, the very last reason that you need CEO time is that it forces you to break that monotony. It is so easy, like I've said a couple of times, to just get into the routine of doing the same thing day in and day out, especially when you have limited time to work on your blog, which I think is something we can all relate to this year, having just a different perspective on how much time we have to get things done. And so having the CEO time is going to help you to break that monotony and do something different, but something that is still very, very, productive for your business. So I've mentioned a couple of things that I would consider CEO type tasks, but I want to just kind of go broadly over what types of things that you can do during the CEO time. So a couple of things that you can do are goal setting and following through on whether or not you are reaching those goals and making progress on them reviewing metrics that can be things like your actual analytics for your blog posts. And it can also be things like your budget or your expenses, setting your tasks for the week and delegating tasks to your team. And just in general planning of any kind. So, planning out projects that you are working on, planning out your content calendar, social media planning, working on your schedule for the week and when you're going to do certain things, including when you're going to schedule in that CEO time. All of the sort of planning, but not the action of doing the task, you know, writing the blog post, doing the project, that type of stuff is really great stuff to do during that CEO time. I also think this is a great time to focus on education for your business. So maybe you have started a course and fallen off of actually taking it and following through with it. It's a great time to just make a little progress on that course during your CEO time. Whether it's 15 or 20 minutes that you're spending on it every week, that will add up and it's going to be a lot easier to do that regularly with the CEO time than trying to fit it into your normal schedule of blogging. It's also a great time to read books that are specific to business or education for business and If you struggle with really prioritizing that type of education, then this is a great time to add that in so that you know you're going to prioritize doing it and learning. It can also be a great time to listen to podcast episodes that are more tangible and you need to take action from. I know there are certain times where I will listen to a podcast episode that has something very specific that I'm supposed to do while I'm listening. And I often can't do that while I am working on design for a website or driving, that kind of thing. So that's a great time to save those episodes for your CEO time so that you can really take action on them. So the last thing that I wanted to cover in this episode is some specific examples of CEO activities for food bloggers, because I know when I got started with this, this concept was a little bit fuzzy for me, and I wasn't really sure what counted as a CEO activity and what didn't. And to that point, I want to just say that This is an ebb and flow. So there are certain weeks where I have so much client work that a full day of CEO time is not possible, but I have a group coaching call that I have on every Wednesday. And so I know no matter what, I will always have at least an hour and a half of CEO time built into my schedule because of that group coaching program. So just know that even if it's not as much time as you would want to have for your CEO time, you can build up. So if you start with an hour next week, then after that you can build onto it. And pretty soon you'll have more and more things that you can fit into that time. And part of your CEO time may be planning out your schedule for the week. And so you can be really intentional about what things you leave for that CEO time. So let's talk about some specific ideas of what you can do and I want to make these really really tangible for you as a food blogger. So I mentioned goal setting and this can be as simple as looking at goals for the next month. You could look at how many page views you want to have for this month or how many Instagram posts you want to post. And I think with metrics and goal setting, it's really important to make sure that they are something that you have some element of control for. So for example, if you say that you want to reach 30,000 page views this month, you then have to make a plan for how you're going to do that. It's not enough to just say, this is what I want. You have to really figure out What is the strategy I'm going to follow in order to drive that traffic to my blog? So maybe you decide you're going to run Pinterest ads, or maybe you're going to update some older posts that usually get traffic during this time so that you can get more eyes on them. Really making sure that you take whatever that number is that you want and put a plan behind it so that it is something that is concrete and becomes more in your control because just saying that you want to level up to the next page view level is not really going to work without changing anything that you're doing. The other metric that I mentioned that you can review is your expenses. So this is something I like to do during that CEO weekend or CEO day if I kind of take a day out to look ahead at the entire quarter. But this is really great to do on a recurring basis because there are often things that you might have forgotten that are recurring expenses. So you might look at what subscriptions you have or what plugins you're paying for And really make sure that you're still using them because it's very easy to forget about them. And even if you know that a renewal is coming up, actually going and canceling it can often be really difficult, at least for me. So just setting aside that time to review your expenses, make sure that you are kind of doing your own bookkeeping, even if that's very basic. You just want to set aside that time to go over it and review it so that there aren't any surprises. Other types of metrics that you can take a look at is your analytics from the last year. So maybe at the beginning of the month, you set aside time to plan out your content for the entire month. And part of that process is likely going to be looking at what published last year and what you can go in and update or things that took off that are seasonal that you can make sure are up to date and ready to go for that next seasonal spike. And this can also just be a great time to review maybe what did well the last month and what took off so that you can just continue having direction for your content. The next example I gave was setting aside your tasks for the week or delegating tasks to your team. Now, depending on how your team is structured or just how you work, this may not be something that you need to do weekly, but... Maybe you look ahead at what you're going to need to outsource for the month and you get a head start on doing that. For my business in particular, I have to do this weekly because I wanna make sure I'm giving my team enough time to help out with design projects and client launches and all of those kinds of things. But it's also really helpful for me to just intentionally look at what is on my list every week and what can I potentially give to my assistant or my design assistant to help free up time for me and just help make my week ahead a little bit less stressful and so this has been really really helpful for me and if you have a team that you feel like you aren't utilizing to the fullest extent this is a great way to make sure that you're really utilizing them you're using your time that you maybe have pre-purchased with them and just overall you're getting the most out of having that person on your team this has been the thing that has changed how I delegate in general and not feeling like I'm always giving somebody something last minute or feeling like I can't assign something to a team member because there isn't enough time when I set aside this time to really look ahead at the week that is coming up or the project and where it's at this is the only thing that really gets me to be proactive about assigning tasks to my team and just making everybody's life easier in the end. When it comes to planning projects, I think this is a really, really great one for food bloggers to tap into. So I want you to think about what is that goal that you have in your head or that thing that you would love to do that you just never seem to have time for. Maybe it is writing a cookbook or launching a course, or maybe it is doing a new YouTube channel or a new video, whatever that thing is that you keep putting off because you don't feel like you have time to do it, I think it is totally acceptable to add that to your CEO time. And I think the more tied to making income that thing is, the more acceptable that becomes. So for example, if you have been wanting to launch a digital product, but you just have not spent the time to do it, add that to your CEO time and make that a part of your routine. If you are trying to launch a course, make it a goal to work on one module during every CEO block that you have. This can be really the difference between having those goals that are just someday goals and really making them tangible and just making progress on them. So I would definitely encourage you to really think about what are those long-term goals of yours and how can you use your CEO time to help move you closer to those goals? Another example of this is if you work with brands and you wanna spend more time reaching out to them, that is absolutely a great thing to do during this time because that is ultimately going to drive more revenue to your blog. And so I think anything that is revenue generating besides actually posting the blog post is a great thing to work on during this time. Another great thing that you could spend the CEO time doing is reviewing how you have spent your time. I've mentioned this in a couple of different episodes about tracking your time, but if you are trying to build in the CEO time, I would definitely recommend for a week or two, just track your time and be intentional about documenting everything that you're spending your time on. I would Almost guarantee that you will find something that you're doing that is either taking you longer than it should or is something that you shouldn't even be doing because it's not resulting in anything or it's something that a team member could handle for you. But again, without having that carved out time to review and analyze this, you probably won't pick up on those trends. So I would say that this is a really great way to start doing that CEO time is building in that time to review that time tracker that you're using. I love to use Toggle, which is an extension you can get for Google Chrome and just really making sure you're intentional about how you are spending your time. Okay, I have two more examples of things that you can do that are specific to food bloggers during the CEO time. The first is really working on marketing and visibility. So something that I think a lot of food bloggers... I don't see a lot of food bloggers spending time on this is really thinking about how they're going to get in front of new audiences. And I know for most people, they are relying on Pinterest or Google to do that for them. But maybe you can find somebody to collaborate with, someone that you can be on their podcast. There are so many food bloggers who are starting podcasts right now. And even just doing an Instagram takeover or an Instagram share, really spend that time. Spend 15 to 20 minutes of your CEO time just looking for other food bloggers to connect with and plan some sort of collaboration that will help both of you guys get in front of each other's audiences. And the last example I'm going to give, although there are so many more, and I'm sure after I finish recording this, I will have so many more ideas for you, is to work on your email marketing. Now, the reason I say this is I think email marketing becomes... Something that gets put on the back burner and often it's just something that we just check off the box as we sent an email and we talked about the blog post and there's not a whole lot of forward thinking about that topic specifically, but this is a great time to work on something like a forever sequence if you are familiar with Matt Mullen and how he approaches email marketing in his course. And it's also a great way to just get ahead on your content and your email marketing. Repurpose some old blog posts and write some emails for those blog posts, especially those of you have older content. Maybe you add in an extra newsletter for the month where you do kind of a roundup of something specific or maybe it's a time where you just write an email that has nothing to do with a blog post specifically but focuses more on your brand messaging or how you want to show up for your audience. Just be intentional about creating something that is not promotional I think those are the things that you probably often forget to do or don't prioritize doing because other things are more urgent. So really the CEO time boils down to focusing on those things that are going to help you create that long-term momentum and growth for your blog. And anything that has to do with planning, strategizing, reviewing things from your blog, again, just really anything that is not creating content because I know that for most food bloggers, that is what you spend most of your time doing, whether that's developing the recipe or actually creating the blog post and promoting it. So really think beyond those typical activities and think about the things that are going to really move your business forward, like planning out what you're going to do for the next six months or thinking about your goals or working on that project that you always put off because you don't have time. I cannot wait to hear how this goes for you and I would love to hear what you guys think of this idea because I think it is a little bit new of an idea at least for me and I I don't hear a lot of people talking about it in the food blogger space and it might seem like this is not something that you should do as a food blogger but you absolutely should do this if you want to take your business seriously and you want to see it grow and I don't always mean grow just in terms of page views there are so many other ways that you can successfully grow your food blog and so if you have been feeling stuck if you have been feeling like you're not really making progress, CEO time built into your week is definitely going to help change that and help make progress and just really give you the space to figure out what's next for your food blog. I would love for you guys to share this episode with a food blogger who needs to hear about this. Maybe find an accountability partner who you guys can team up and do this together. Maybe you guys get on Zoom and just have a silent co working session where you guys are working on your businesses together. I think that would be so awesome to see. So if you do that, if you set aside intentional CEO time, I would love for you guys to share it with me on Instagram. I'm at Grace and Vine over there. And just would love to see what you guys are going to implement from this episode because this is something that I am really passionate about and I really think it has made a huge difference in my business since I have been doing this weekly for just about the last six months. So I'm excited to hear what you guys think of this and how you're going to implement this. If you guys have any questions or thoughts, if you want to run something by me, like, hey, is this CEO time? or not generally if you think it is it's going to be something you can make work within this time as long as I hear you saying something other than blog posting then I think it's fair game so I will talk to you guys next week enjoy your Thanksgiving for those of you listening live and for the rest of you I will catch you next week and definitely go and connect with me over on Instagram